Welcome back to Boozy Bracketology, where we're the home of strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions. My name is Jeff, and I'm going to be your host tonight as we're diving right back into this month's bracket, The Best Holiday Song. Back with us tonight is our lovely round table of elves to help us make this tough decision, so let's just take a quick second to find out how they're doing and what's in their glass. Getting us started today is Jen. Glad to have you back, Jen. How are you doing, and what's in your glass? I'm doing pretty good, finishing up some Christmas wrapping. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of lame tonight. I'm drinking coffee, trying to stay up late and get this all done. Hey, coffee's a great beverage, no matter what time <laughs> it is. Very good. It's true. Um, up next with us today is Joel. Joel, how are you doing today, and what's in your glass? I'm doing wonderful. I, uh, unlike Jen, and I'm trying to forget the day, uh, so I am drinking a heavy glass of coquito i finally got the family recipe and made my own batch (laughs) so there's plenty to go around for all unlimited now nice very nice i am uh i'm not drinking coquito tonight but i did finally pick up some eggnog and i'm having that with some of uh maker's mark s'mores bourbon so that's also delicious i finally get to uh join the festivities uh, up next with us, back in the saddle, is Nikki. Nikki, how are you doing and what's in your glass? I'm doing good. Uh, just going through our holiday advent cal- calendar, if I can speak. Um, and so tonight, for the 20th day of Christmas, I have Shams Ancients Grenache. Uh, it is the world's greatest expression of Grenache and Syrah, are found in southern France, where the noble variants achieve spectacular heights of quality without frills or fuss. The, this extraordinary red blend is incredibly evocative, Ooh. Ooh. scintillating, expressive, and very, very easy on the palate. Oh. Mm. It's quite a sexy wine. Yeah, that's... Uh... Um, <laughs> a wine Mer- is only as sexy as the person drinking it. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's nice. I really love this idea of the uh, the wine advent calendar. Not only just for that, but being able to kind of see so many different flavors. Yes, that's fun. That's been it's been cool to do different ones. I've enjoyed it. I'll do it again next year. Very nice. Uh, well, uh, up next with us today is Leah. Leah, how are you doing? And what's in your glass? Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me back. Um, tonight I am sleepy. So I am drinking some Diet Coke to hopefully get a little bit of caffeine in me uh, to make this a little bit more uh, entertaining for you guys to have to listen to me. So there you go. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm drinking. I'm I'm trying, guys. I'm really trying tonight. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Diet Coke, I'm pretty sure, is drink of champions somewhere. So you can't go wrong with that. Uh, rounding out our table tonight is Mike. Mike, how are you doing and what's in your glass? Jeff, I'm doing good. Uh, right now, uh, I have a baby in one arm who was refusing to go to sleep. So I'm going to see if I can one hand this puppy here. Uh, maybe not. Oh, I <laughs> thought I had it too. There it is. Oh, there we still go. Got it. Still got it. This is a uh, Nikki has her advent calendar wine. I've got my advent calendar beer. Uh, hers is a little more of an exotic blend of wines. The, the beer case that I got is just uh, it's a bunch of macro brews, but it's still, it's still good. This right now is the, uh, from Kona Brewing, it's their Pipeline Porter. It is uh, brewed with Hawaiian Kona coffee. So 
I guess I'm kind of going the gen route too and getting a little coffee in as well. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, the uh, I actually enjoy the Kona stuff for a uh, macro. No, me too. A macro brew, but uh, they got some good stuff. Well, very good. You've heard them. You've learned what they're drinking. Let's find out what they're going to be choosing today as we dive right in to our third region. Our first matchup is the number one seed of All I Want for Christmas is You versus our nine seed of Baby It's Cold Outside. Up first is Jen. Mine is probably going to end up being a hot take. Um, We'll see. So I actually heard All I Want for Christmas is You today. Um, just driving around in the car. But out of the two songs, I think I, I I know a lot of people on here, they go off of like, they do some research on the songs and, you know, they have like notes and stuff like that. But I'm just not that person. I'm a little bit more spontaneous. Um, so I kind of go by feeling. And I think I enjoy listening to and singing along with Baby It's Cold Outside more than All I Want for Christmas is You. Uh, Baby It's Cold Outside starts us off with the first vote. Up next is Joel. This is a a bout between two songs that I just kind of really can't stand. Uh, All I Want for Christmas is You is just so overplayed to me. It's it's I can't go two seconds without hearing it, it feels like. Uh, and, and uh, you know, Baby It's Cold Outside. I, I used to like the song... Unfortunately, the the whole cancel culture around the song and all that kind of stuff kind of ruined it for me. Not not in the fact that I'm agreeing with it, uh, but it's that I can't I can't not think about it without uh, or I can't hear the song without thinking about that. So I got to think about okay, which one is uh, is the most Christmassy to me? And I got to admit, there's something. There's this thing called the Christmas chord, and it's a minor four with an augmented flat nine underneath it. And that <laughs> chord is the fourth chord in uh, the Mariah Carey version, All I Want for Christmas is You, where she says, underneath the Christmas tree. And that chord just screams Christmas to me. Uh, I got to split it up. I'm sorry. I'm going uh, the Mariah Carey begrudgingly all i want for christmas is you for my vote all right the number one seed picks up its first vote nikki i was saying this is a kind of a weird matchup for me um i don't know what it was but today like there was just signs about these two songs everywhere like has everybody seen mariah carey in like mcdonald's commercials now like she's because it's Christmas, I guess she just comes out of the woodwork and is in McDonald's commercials, and then they were playing it in the background. And then I, I you know, I think Leah mentioned it before. Like every time I hear it, I kind of kind of brings me to Love Actually, and I I love that whole Christmas concert. That is one of my favorite parts of the movie. So I do think about that. But then today I was in my car, and Baby It's Cold Outside came on, and it was a version I had never heard. I mean, maybe I had, but I just had been so long. Was w- Willie Nelson and Nora Jones. I didn't know they ever did a version of it. It was awesome. I just, I really liked that version of it. So it kind of just got me in this good mood. I just, you know, Willie Nelson. I mean, who doesn't want to listen to Willie Nelson? And Nora Jones. It was, a, it was a weird mashup, but I really liked that version. So I think because of that, I just like that there's so many different versions of Baby It's Cold Outside. Like there's so many different really cool singers who do this song. So because of that, I'm going with Baby It's Cold Outside. 
it it brought me joy today in the car just listening to Willie Nelson. So I'm giving it my vote. All right, baby. It's cold outside. Picks up a second vote. Leah. So it's really funny that Nikki brings up that she heard a new version of Baby It's Cold Outside, and that's kind of helped sway her vote because I heard uh, a new version to me of All I Want for Christmas is You this week, and it's with um, Ingrid Michaelson. Um, I think I know I think she does it with a, a collaboration with maybe Leslie Odom Jr. or somebody like that. But holy cow, I loved her version of All I Want for Christmas is You. It's slow down. It's melancholy. Um, and I think that if, you know, you've been listening to this bracket, that's really in my wheelhouse of Christmas songs is I really like kind of the sad, emotional, longing um, kind of Christmas songs. I mean, I also like the upbeat songs, which is why I was going to move All I Want for Christmas is You Along anyways, because of the upbeat version um, by Mariah Carey. But then I heard the Ingrid Michaelson version. I was like, great. It has a melancholy version too that completely changes the whole like meaning of the song to me. So yeah, I think that because it's got like, I've got two ends of the spectrum of Christmas songs and I heard two versions this week, the Ingrid Michaelson version and the Mariah Carey version of All I Want for Christmas is You. And they both hit my wheelhouse for Christmas songs. Um, and you can hear about all the reasons why I didn't like uh, Baby It's Cold Outside on a previous bracket. So, yeah, my vote's going to be for All I Want for Christmas is You. Check out the Ingrid Michaelson version if you haven't heard it, because it's great. All right. I will I will do just that. But first, we're getting to start it right off with a 2-2 tie, and we need to get a tiebreaker here. And as you know, here at Boozy Bracketology, we've got the buzzer beater. So if anyone would like to take their time now, we are halfway through this round. Would be a good time to use it. All right, does not appear so. Mike, this decision's on you. All right. I was cracking up when my wife was talking because we did not discuss this at all before this bracket became, this bracket came on. But here's what I had written down. I said last time that I'm basically ambivalent about all I want for you is Christmas, and then I went on a rant about how it might be a stalker song. I don't actually believe that. I just thought it was funny. I didn't vote for Baby It's Cold Outside last time either. So this was an interesting matchup for me, but I'm going with Baby It's Cold Outside and here's why. And this is the part that terrifies me at how much me and Nikki have grown to think alike. As, as Penny's singing Jingle Bells in the background. One of the more fun parts about holiday music to me is hearing all the different versions of the songs. And what Leah just said, notwithstanding about another version, apparently... There is another version of All I Want for Christmas is You, but really I'm only familiar with the Mariah Carey version. But there are numerous delightful versions of Baby It's Cold Outside, and I just learned about another one uh, from my wife about the Willie Nelson version uh, version with Nora Jones, and I want to hear that one too. The other day I heard a version with Rod Stewart and Dolly Parton. These collaborations are amazing. <laughs> There's a great version with Jimmy Buffett and Nadira Shakur that swaps the genders. It's a fun time. I And I think that because Baby It's Cold Outside is more ripe to have a lot more takes on it. I, I All I want for Christmas is you. I am intrigued to hear the Ingrid Michaelson version, but I feel like it's so closely identified with Mariah Carey that it doesn't bring that variety of different versions of the songs to the Christmas season that I really like. So for that reason, I am giving Baby It's Cold Outside my vote and moving it on. And just being terrified how much me and my wife think alike sometimes. 
Creepy. Uh, well, baby, it's cold outside. We'll be moving on. Taking out the one seed. All I want for Christmas is you. Our next matchup is the five seed of Christmas in Hollis versus the four seed of the Christmas song. Up first is Joel. Run DMC. You had a good run, but I'm sorry. We all know my affinity for the Christmas song, one of my favorites of the season, so that's going to get my vote for me. All right, the Christmas song gets us started with the first vote. Up next is Nikki. Yeah, I mean, uh, this was another one that was a little tough for me just because, I mean, I didn't grow up really listening to Christmas and Hollis, but I've been listening to it now a few times since we've done this bracket, and I just, I really like that song. And I've agreed with what other panelists have said. I mean, the Christmas song, you're right. It's a little, uh, I mean, he's tuning his own horn a little bit. I don't know if it is the Christmas song, but it is a really good Christmas song. So uh, I just think for me, it's a nostalgia thing. When I hear the Christmas song, it just brings me back um, to to previous Christmases. I said Christmas and Hollis just wasn't something I listened to growing up, even though I really love the song. The Christmas song for me just brings brings me the warm and fuzzies, so I'm going with the Christmas song. All right, Christmas song picks up a second vote. Leah. Yeah, I really wish both of these songs could move it on, move on. If I'm being honest, um, but I do think that even with the branding issues of the title of the song, the Christmas song does have a wider audience, um, and I think it 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 will. It will continue to be a favorite for years to come to lots and lots of people. So I'm going to vote it along uh, myself and vote for the Christmas song. All right. Christmas song picks up a third vote. Mike? I'm, I'm glad this one doesn't come down to me just like the last one. That's right, Penny. Because this one's actually really Penny tough Martin. for me. Um, I didn't discover Christmas in Hollis until creating this bracket. It never comes up on any of our holiday favorite stations, which we usually play at home. Penny. Penny has some strong opinions too, but I have listened to it just about every day since I heard it because I've actively sought it out. I love it. But like, like Nikki was saying, I grew up with the Christmas song. It's so beautiful. It's so iconic. Uh, I really wish I could move along both, but ultimately uh, since, uh, I mean, my vote doesn't matter, but I'm not, I'm going to deny the Christmas song the sweep here because ultimately my vote's going to go to Christmas and Hollis. It stands out a little more to me. I mean, the Christmas song is a stone-cold classic, but there are other songs that are kind of like it. Uh, and honestly, I just like that Christmas and Hollis yells Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone, not just kids from 1 to 92. So I'll vote for Christmas and Hollis. All right. Christmas and Hollis picks up a vote. And let's hear from Jen. Well, not that it matters, per se. Um, although I... I, I it just tickles me every single time I hear Mike talk about not just one through 92 and you know, what if you're 93? Like that just, that kills me every single freaking time. I love it. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, just like they said, I mean, it doesn't matter, but my, my choice would have been, uh, the Christmas song because of just nostalgia reasons and growing up with it and everything. All right. Nostalgia keeps carrying along the Christmas song. It'll be moving on to the next round. Our next matchup is the 11 seed of What Christmas Means to Me versus the 3 seed of Frosty the Snowman. Up first is Nikki. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this this for me, 
I know it's gotten some shade, but I gotta go with Frosty. My, my, my man Frosty is just too good. So Frosty the Snowman all the way. All right. Frosty the Snowman getting this started with the first vote. Up next is Leah. So I'm kind of indifferent about this one. Um, Frosty is definitely a Christmassy character. Um, but I do feel like the song itself appeals more to kids than it does to adults. Um, what Christmas means to me tells you exactly what it is and what holiday it's celebrating, which Frosty really doesn't do. So I guess I'm going to give my vote to the one that I think is a little bit more holiday themed in its actual song. Um, so I'm going to vote for what Christmas means to me. All right. We get the vote split and what Christmas means to me picks up its first vote. Mike. Yeah, this this was a tough one for me, too. Uh, I love Frosty. I really do. Uh, I think it's an iconic song. I spoke last time about my particular affinity for the classic Jimmy Durante uh, version. And, the you know, he narrates the TV show. And that was a staple in my childhood as well. I think I think I still have the VHS recording, actually, because my mom, I don't think, ever throws anything away. Um, but. Here's here's the thing, and maybe it's just this year in particular that it's been this way, but. My goodness, that baseline intro from what Christmas means to me has gotten stuck in my head this year more than just about anything else of all of the holiday music that I've been hearing. I just love it. Uh, and and that especially the Stevie Wonder version, but there's a lot of really good versions out there. And that harmonica at the end, too. I'm, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Um, so I think that I think I kind of agree with Leah, too. I think Frosty is a little bit more. For kids, I think what Christmas means to me has a little bit more universal appeal, so I'm going to give it my vote. All right. What Christmas means to me picks up the second vote. Jen. Yeah, um, I was actually kind of, I mean, I kind of went over why I don't like Frosty the Snowman last time because I didn't even vote for it. Um, but out of these two, I'm definitely going to be going with what Christmas means to me because, yeah, there's just something about this song that just really brings on the nostalgia and kind of makes me happy. So there you have it. All right. Well, Christmas means to me picks up another vote. Joel. It doesn't matter what I have to say now, does it really? But, uh, you know, I, I'm more of a fan of what Christmas means to me. If I was listening to the two on the radio, uh, I would flip back to that song over Frosty the Snowman. However, I had a bit of serendipity today. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a message from the heavens above because when I was at my cardiologist appointment, uh, on the TV was, uh, Turner classic movies and the man who came to dinner from 1942 starring, uh, Betty Davis uh, and Sheridan and Jimmy Durante. So I thought, man, this is a sign that Frosty's going to win. I was wrong. All right. And what Christmas means to me, we'll be moving on to the next round. Our final matchup in Region 3 is the 10 seed of Silver Bells versus the 2 seed of It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. Up first is Leah. So I was listening to our last break and I think Nikki made a comment about how Silver Bells reminds her of those little Christmassy villages that people put around their house. And you know what? That's exactly what I picture too when I hear the song Silver Bells. It's a very hallmarky memory that I have hearing that song for the first time when I was 10. And it's just a beautiful image. 
Um, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas also tells you kind of some of those same images um, when you're listening to the lyrics, but I don't care because I always turn it off. So I never get to actually envision it when I'm listening to it because I don't ever listen to it, but I do listen to Silver Bells. So that's why it's going to get my vote. All right. Silver Bells gets us started with the first vote. Mike. This is a great matchup because to me, these are two songs that are kind of similar in a lot of ways. They both evoke these memories of these idealized Christmases of yore. <laughs> and, uh, and I really like both of them. Uh, they're both classics to me. But I think that for me, the one that I enjoy listening to a little bit more is it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And I, it's also the one that I just catch myself singing more. Like, honestly, I would say one of the first after once the Christmas season officially kicks off after Santa waves on the Macy's Day Parade, if you put up your Christmas decorations a minute before that, you are a monster and you are wrong. Um, but that's the beginning of the Christmas season. And after that, I would say that probably one of the first songs that I catch myself uh, singing uh, as I'm walking around and seeing all the decorations, everything like that is it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I, I love it. It's a little, um, you know, the, the bridge part, I will concede, is a little bit gender stereotypical, which isn't ideal, but it's it's reflective of its time. And I still think it's a fun song. So I am going to vote for it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. All right, we've split the votes. They've each got one, and it's over to Jen. Mike, why did you have to bring that up? Because that's so true. As soon as like Thanksgiving passes, I start singing the song. You know, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And I just have this habit, though, of changing out the words and making them my own. You know, like it's beginning to look a lot like, fuck me. <laughs> More, more along the lines of please kill me now because now it's shopping time and I have no money left in my wallet um like, oh sorry I just something touched my butt and I wasn't sure what was going on my dog just laid down behind me um but that is not the song that I chose I mean it's a very good point in that I do sing it constantly um but Silver Bells, there's just something about Silver Bells that's one of those things that kind of makes you stop and think. Like, I don't know. It's it's one of my, I don't want to say meditation songs, but it's like you're driving in the car and it just you just kind of sit there sometimes quietly and just listen to it and daydream. You know what I mean? Which is bad. You know, I'm a maladaptive dreamer, but whatever. Um, I like the sound of it a lot better, I think. So I am going to end up going with Silver Bells. All right, and Silver Belts moves ahead with a second vote. We're going over to Joel. I heard a story a couple weeks ago. Back in the early 60s, my mother-in-law was in a Catholic grade school. And in the choir at Christmas time, they were to sing Silver Bells. Her singing was so horrible that they immediately kicked her out of the choir. This is now my all-time favorite Christmas song. Thanks, mother-in-law. I gotta go Silver Bells for me. Oh, man. And that will give Silver Bells the third vote, but we still need to hear from Nikki. Um... Yeah, I, you know, it was weird when we were doing songs and I kept looking at the bracket. I didn't realize like that Silver Bells was one of my favorite songs until I like saw it on the bracket because I feel like I actually sing it more than any song. Like I'm always like, Silver I just sing it to myself. 
So I'm going with Silver Bells. I was kind of a sleeper. I didn't think it would get this far, but I'm kind of excited to see where it goes. All right. Well, it does pick up a fourth vote, so it did win pretty handedly, and it will be moving on to the next round. Uh, as we move over to our fourth region, we get started off with the one seed of Christmas Baby Please Come Home versus the eight seed of Here Comes Santa Claus. Up first is Mike. We're absolutely sure we didn't move Christmas at ground zero on, right? <laughs> Even she okay, that was, was perfect funny. timing. I don't know. I hope that I hope that picked that up. That was great. Um, no, look, they're singing "Deck the Halls," but it's not like Christmas at all. Who hasn't had a holiday season in their lives that they've felt like that? Yes, bless you, baby. I, I, I just think. Look, I get, I get it that, you know, the, the subtitle is baby, please come home. We talked about uh, throughout this bracket that there's a lot of songs that are about that. But to me that the way that this is, uh, the way that this song is done, it's, it's about that, but it's not just about, it's not just about that. So, uh, I think I've got to give Chris, uh, Christmas baby, please come home. My vote here. I, I like here comes Santa Claus as well. But I think as we, as we discussed last time, there's there are better songs about Santa. So uh, to me, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home is getting my vote. All right. The one seed gets it started off with the first vote. Going over to Jen. Yeah, Mike just kind of took the words right out of my mouth. There's something about um, Baby, Please Come Home that just kind of like grabs you. Because who really hasn't had that kind of Christmas where it's like, you know, you wish you could be with your loved ones and you just... you for whatever reason can't right um but yeah um i'm not gonna extrapolate on that because it's i mean mike pretty much said everything i was gonna say anyway so my vote is for christmas baby please come home all right it gets a second vote joel this is the matchup of shouting versus stuttering to me you either have darlene love shouting at the top of her lungs <laughs> Or you've got Elvis, here comes Santa Claus, and you can't understand the word that he's saying. Uh, not a fan of either of these, but if I had to choose one, uh, I'm going to go Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. I got to go for that. It's my favorite of the two. All right. The one seed looks like it might be heading for a sweep, but let's hear from Nikki. Yeah, I mean, I was actually a little surprised that Christmas Baby Please Please Come Home was a number one. I mean, I really like the song, but I thought it was very, very highly seated. But I do think it still has the edge here. It's I just don't think Here Comes Santa Claus is the best Santa Claus song. So for me, I got to go with uh, Christmas Baby Please Come Home. All right, Christmas Baby Please Come Home picks up a fourth vote. Thanks, Mike. And let's go over and see what Leah has to say. Leah, is this going to be a sweep? Heck yeah, it's going to be a sweep. Every version of Here Comes Santa Claus is super annoying. Listeners, if you have a good version you can recommend for me, I would be happy to give it a listen. But every version I've ever heard is really, really annoying. And Christmas Baby Please Come Home has a lot of really good uh, covers. That I actually enjoy much more than the original. Uh, I think it's super fantastic, so it's going to get my vote. All right, and it will sweep its way to the next round. 
Our next matchup is the five seed of Merry Christmas Baby versus the four seed of Little Saint Nick. Getting us started is back to Jen. Yeah, this one, like, I kind of, I had to listen to them both again just to be sure about my gut pick. Um, but yeah, I'm going to end up going with Merry Christmas, baby. There's something a little more soulful, I think, about it. Just, just I guess the maybe it's just the version that I'm thinking of, but I like, I really enjoy singing along with it because you can kind of like really put your all into it and just go all out. And not that anybody wants to hear it, but my poor husband is just stuck. So, uh, yeah, I think he'd probably, you know, prefer hearing me sing that one instead of Little St. Nick because, I don't know, it's just not as fun. I with feelings, guys. I'm sorry. All right. Merry Christmas, baby. Picks up a second vote. Joel. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, I think I mentioned this before, ruined Merry Christmas, baby, for me. As a matter of fact, all of his Christmas songs. Not that big of a fan for some reason. Sorry about that. However, Little Saint Nick, that's one that has that quintessential Beast Boy sound. And you know what? If I get tired of singing the melody, I can switch over to an alternate harmony or even sing the bass part in there. It changes every time depending on my mood. It's so much fun. I'll go with the Little Deuce Coop 2.0, Little Saint Nick. All right. Little Saint Nick picks up its first vote. Nikki. Yeah, I really, <laughs> sorry guys, I I really like uh, both these songs a lot. Um, I will say Merry Christmas, baby. I don't even, I don't think I voted for it in the last round. Um, it's not one that I heard a whole bunch, I think. Um, I had to listen to it, uh, listen to it before we uh, did this bracket to re- make sure I remembered it. Um, but it is a really good song and I, I agree that it does sound a lot more soulful. I mean, i I don't know how many versions there are. I'm more familiar with the Otis Redding version. Um, But I don't know. Little St. Nick for me, I just, it gets stuck in my head. It's one that I'm constantly always singing. Like when it's on, I sing it. It just has that nice beat. It does have that great Beach Boys feeling. Um, And it just makes me, makes me smile. So I'm going for Little St. Nick. All right. Little St. Nick picks up a second vote. Leah. I'm not super passionate about either one of these, um, but Little St. Nick is more well-known, at least for me. Um, So I can, in good conscience, vote for a song that not everyone is as familiar with. Um, And I don't think anyone's given a really strong argument that Merry Christmas Baby is the superior song. There aren't that many Santa songs left on this bracket. Um... I don't know if there's any actually at this point. Um, so let's give this jolly guy a little bit more love. I'm going to pass on little St. Nick to the next round. All right. Little St. Nick picks up another vote, but we need to hear from Mike. Um, I'm glad this one doesn't come down to me. Cause this one's really hard for me uh, because I really love both of these. Uh, my, I, I am going to vote for little St. Nick. Uh, Joel actually came, gave me another really good reason that I hadn't really thought of, but He's 100% right. I sing different parts of that song in terms of the vocals, depending on my mood. So that's nice. But honestly, my main reasoning was, as far as I know, Little St. Nick is the only song on this entire bracket that actually wishes a Merry Christmas to Santa. And I think that that's something that we need in our Christmas music. So uh, Little St. Nick, it's my vote as well. All right. Little St. Nick handedly beating Merry Christmas, baby, four to one. 
Our next matchup is the 11 seed of Christmas Eve Sarajevo versus the three seed of Blue Christmas. We have the first pick will be Joel. Really? You're going to ask a guitarist which one of those two songs he loves? A shredding electric guitarist, which one of these two? That he, come on, it's got to be Christmas Eve Sarajevo. One of the best Christmas songs ever. All right, Christmas Eve Sarajevo gets us kicked off with the first vote. Nikki. Christmas Eve Sarajevo, I mean, it, it is iconic. Like, you constantly, like, if you hear it, like, you're just going to go, dun, 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 dun. I mean, you just, you, you, you even do the movements. Like, you become a conductor with it. Like, you automatically just start reaching out your hands and conducting this. And I know there's been some shade on Blue Christmas, but I love Blue Christmas. I do. It's one of my favorites. I just want to sing it. And I love that little Elvis thing. I know Joel disagrees with me, but I think it works for Blue Christmas. I think it just gets me in the mood. So I'm going Blue Christmas, even though I think Christmas Eve Sarajevo has that Christmas excitement feeling. I just love Blue Christmas. So for me, it's about what makes me happy. And I like Blue Christmas. All right, the votes are split 1-1. One, one. We're going over to Leah. The Christmas Eve Sarajevo is so good. Blue Christmas is so not. Uh, we've already talked about how annoying Elvis's voice is to three-fifths of the world. If we take our little sampling and just expand it to the rest of the world. Um, I don't think anyone is actually annoyed by Christmas Eve Sarajevo. Um, how could you be? It's freaking fantastic. So, yeah, it's going to get my vote. Christmas Eve, Sarajevo picks up a second vote. Mike? I did say last time that Blue Christmas, it's not its not one of my favorites. I do think that there are, uh, you know, certain certain of Elvis's vocal tics that kind of are a little too prominent there. But I, I actually, I don't think Elvis has an annoying voice across the board. And I think there are parts of Blue Christmas where it works really well. It's just, it's that, it's that Joel talked about it. It's that very intro, like where he turns the four syllables into eight and that kind of thing. But I don't want to take anything away from Blue Christmas. Blue Christmas is still a quintessential a holiday song. It's going to be making any of my holiday playlists, if you know. But if I'm going to choose, if I'm making a playlist and I've got space for one of these two songs, and I'm going to put one, and I can only put one on there, it's Christmas Eve Sarajevo. To me, it has this timeless quality that makes it feel like it's been around a lot longer than it has. And as Joel said, that. That guitar part in particular, man. Oh, it's so good. So Christmas Eve Sarajevo is getting my vote. All right. Christmas Eve Sarajevo will be moving on. But let's hear with Jen. So I am really glad that I wasn't on for the recording the last time that this went through because there was no way that I was going to be able to choose between Christmas Eve and Sarajevo and Little Drummer Boy because it's David Bowie and he is just like everything um so in this case it's it's it doesn't matter what christmas eve in sarajevo is going against like this is my christmas song period the end like i'll be driving down the road and if it comes on like i'm one hand is driving the other hand is acting like i'm a freaking conductor because i'm just going through and feeling the music and all the changes and my son, even he is just like, yeah, mom, this is our song. Like he wants his first concert. He's 15. Now he wants his first concert to be TSO. And I'm going to make that happen at, at some point. Cause I haven't seen them either, but they are absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal, blah, 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 blah. phenomenal. 
Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, totally Christmas Eve in Sarajevo. I mean, I have nothing against Blue Christmas or Elvis, really. Um, I mean, he kind of, I mean, he, he was in Lilo and Stitch and that kind of like really kind of geared me towards him a little bit more, but, um, no, it, it doesn't matter. It's Christmas Eve in Sarajevo all the way. All right. Christmas Eve, Sarajevo. We'll pick up a fourth vote. Moving it on to the next round. Our final matchup today is going to be the seventh seed of I'll Be Home for Christmas versus the two seed of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Up first is going to be Nikki. These are such different songs, you know? They're just very, they're very different in the Christmas mood that you want. Like, I feel like I'll Be Home for Christmas, it's one that I just want to listen to by the fireplace with, like, my eggnog, just watching the Christmas lights with those stockings up. It just gives me that feeling. But then Santa Claus is coming to town. I know we've discussed the many different versions. For me, the Jackson 5 version is what does it. Like, I just love that version, and I know it's about... You know, sometimes it is the singers, even though we're judging it on the song. Sometimes there's a particular version. And I don't know. I feel like Santa Claus is Coming to Town is the best Santa Claus song we have on this list. And it's not Christmas to me without some version of Santa Claus somewhere. I mean, Santa Claus is a jolly guy. We need some Santa Claus. So because Santa Claus is the Santa Claus is Coming to Town is the best Santa Claus song, in my opinion, I'm going to vote for that because I do think there is other songs like I'll Be Home for Christmas that are a little better. So Santa Claus is coming to town. It's the best Santa song. Um, that gets my vote. All right. Santa Claus is coming to town. Gets us started with the first vote. Up next is Leah. I think if the worst thing that you can say about I'll Be Home for Christmas is that it makes you want to curl up on a fluffy rug. And go to sleep or just be real snuggly and and just real calm. Why is that a bad thing? There's nothing bad about that. Um, I'll be home for Christmas is definitely going to get my vote. I know it's not maybe as exciting as some of the other come home for Christmas songs. Um, but I just really don't like Santa Claus's coming to town, any version. Um, and I'll be home for Christmas puts me in a very... Uh, zen place which is what i really need around the holidays so that's why it's gonna get my vote all right i'll be home for christmas picks up its first vote mike i spoke somewhat at length about my love of one of these songs last time so it's likely y'all probably know where this is going uh but santa claus is coming to town i do really like it's probably nikki said it's probably the best song about the big guy and it's got a few versions that really kick ass yeah it's not sorry penny uh you want to sing jingle bells uh but for me santa claus is coming to town does not hold a candle to the dreamy poignancy of i'll be home for christmas uh there are a lot of christmas songs as we as we talked about as i mentioned earlier about wanting to be home for christmas or wanting someone to come home for christmas uh you know especially if it's to spend time with the toddler that won't go to bed long after it's bedtime uh, not to draw from personal experience, but yeah, it's a common and relatable sentiment. I get that it can be a tired theme because there's a lot of songs about it, but quite frankly, in my not-so-humble opinion, I'll Be Home for Christmas is the best of the lot, and it deserves to move on here, so it gets my vote. All right, I'll Be Home for Christmas, picking up a second vote. Jen? I was kind of hoping that Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer went through. 
<laughs> but I was mistaken. Um, Santa Claus is coming to town to me is one of those. I don't know. It, it feels like a kid song to me. Like whenever I hear it, it makes me think of children. You know what I mean? Like it's it's more geared towards children, maybe. I don't know. But I'll Be Home for Christmas is definitely one of those where I just, again, hot chocolate, curl up, blanket, zen out, you know, like Leia said. Um, yeah, that's it's definitely one that gives me, I guess, deeper feelings as opposed to just like, oh, you know, Santa Claus is coming to town. Okay, well, don't really believe in Santa anyways. Never did. <laughs> it's just like one of those weird like eh, things for me. So um, I'll be home for Christmas is definitely getting my vote. All right. I'll be home for Christmas is picking up a third vote. But we still need to hear from Joel. Do you really? You want to hear from me? I'll tell you what it is. It doesn't matter which one is going to win because it's going down because it's facing Christmas Sarajevo. That's what's going to happen. But if I have to say. Santa Claus is coming to town is right up there with baby. It's cold outside and Santa baby on the creep level to me. It's just, he sees you when you're sleeping. You better watch out. You better not cry. It's quite terrifying for a child, I believe. And and it it just, it strikes me as maybe a theme song for the fat man movie by Mel Gibson. You know what I mean? Where it's, it's, it's a scary Santa Claus in that way. He's going to kick your ass if you're not good. Uh, so yeah, uh, if I had to choose one, it's going down the next round, but it's, I'll be home for Christmas. All right. I'll be home for Christmas. Picks up its fourth vote. Moving it on. How does no one in our group like Santa Claus at all? Like everybody's just like, we hate Santa. (laughs) 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 It's like, I think Santa and Elvis are the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I think I look most like him from the entire group. So (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really? Uh, well, it's a good thing Santa and Elvis are not here, or else we'd have a lot of know, words right? for them. Poor Santa. Poor Santa. Yeah. I think he's doing okay. Got a nice <laughs> nice house up there. All right. We've rounded out our Sweet 16 in the best holiday song. Uh, join us on the next show as we start diving into the Elite Eight and finding out eventually who is going to be our champion. And if you like what we're doing here and want to help support what's going on, please feel free to join us over at Patreon at patreon.com slash p-t-e-b-b. We've got our Patreon-only shows, Boozy Revisited, uh, where we're going over all the bad and tough decisions from the month before, as well as all sorts of other bonus content and trivia from our sister podcast, Pub Trivia Experience. Um, And always, you can find us on social media everywhere at Boozy Bracketology, except for Twitter, where we are Boozy Brackets. You can also join us on our Facebook group, The Lounge, fans of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology, where we're always interacting with our fans and friends and Anyone who wants to jump in on the conversation. Um, and one other reminder, we do have um, some merch available at ptebb.com. Uh, those are just the initials for Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology. So that's ptebb.com. You can go ahead and see. Uh, we've got a few different types of shirts and all sorts of other stuff out there. Go ahead and take a look at that. But for Boozy Bracketology, I've been your host, Jeff. I'm Jen. I hate Elvis and Santa Claus, apparently. I'm Joel. (laughs) I'm Nikki. I'm Leah. And Mike put Penny to bed. And we'll see you on the next show.